Being an Ayurveda lifestyle consultant, of all the three doshas, vata, pitta and kapha, I strongly feel the one dosha that has the best capability to express gratefulness has to be the kapha dosha. When I mean kapha dosha, I mean the balanced state of kapha dosha. Because to express gratefulness in our life, we need a strong grounding foundation that is cemented with the kapha qualities of lubrication and unctuousness which allows the life blessings to stick to the garment of our life. Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Devo Maheshwara, Guru Sakshat Parabrahma, Tasmai Shri. Hello and Namaste everyone. This is Akshita. Let me first start off with a huge apology. I started my Dosha Karma Dharma podcast with the first episode on kind of introducing myself and how Ayurveda came into my life. After that, I dropped the ball and kept you all waiting and hanging. So my sincere apologies for posting my second episode after such a long time. My intention is now to regularly post episodes on all the topics of Ayurveda, yoga, spirituality, women's health, and just life in general. In this blessed holiday season of Thanksgiving, I thought I would do an episode on what does thankfulness and gratefulness mean. Are they both same? What do spiritual texts talk about them? Before we dive deep into the yogic texts, I wanted to know what these two words, thankfulness and gratefulness, mean to me in my own life. I started walking in the wilderness of my thoughts. I traveled down the memory lane and arrived at my childhood. What sticks out in my memory is, I have been a daddy's girl all my life and have been really thankful to him for his pampering and showering attention on me. Interestingly, when I opened the chapters of my memory with my mother, I can clearly sense my heart ache with a deep sense of gratitude on how she lovingly sowed the seeds of spirituality in my young fertile mind. And today, I'm harvesting the bounty of my spiritual lifestyle is only because of my mother's insightful intuitiveness. Now this makes me think that gratefulness might be a much deeper emotion, for a lack of a better word, than thankfulness. Intuitively, I somehow feel in my heart that thankfulness and gratefulness cannot be the same and surely have some differences. So to get the right answer for this, I started exploring what yogic texts have to say on these two words. First of all, I must say I am no expert in Sanskrit or on the spiritual texts, 
This endeavor is only to satisfy my spiritual appetite so that I know when to be thankful and when to be grateful in my own life. Digging into few Sanskrit texts, which is one of the ancient Vedic languages, I found out that the word thankful is commonly said as dhanyavad. It's spelled as D-H-A-N-Y-A-W-A-D. And the word grateful is commonly said as abhari, A-B-H-A-R-I. These are popularly used words in Hindi language even today in India, but the roots of these two words can be found in the ancient Sanskrit texts. So to understand the essence and meaning of Dhanyavad, we need to split them into Dhanya and Vad. Dhanya in Sanskrit has many meanings and interpretations. The most common meanings are Dhanya can be wealth, something very precious and valuable. Dhanya can also be rice. Rice is considered very auspicious in Indian culture or it can be any kind of grain. Dhanya is also popularly used for charitable offerings. Now let's look at the split second word, the word Vada. In Sanskrit again has a list of interpretations. The commonly used meanings are to speak, to address, to say with authority, to acknowledge, inform, announce or to confirm. Now let's put the two words together, Dhanyavad, we can interpret it as an acknowledgement for something precious and valuable received by the giver. Now let's look at the word grateful. As I said, it's called as abhari, A-B-H-A-R-I. If you take the first alphabet A out, it becomes bari, B-H-A-R-I which translates to being something very heavy and dense by nature. So it can be called as a burden or a debt, a large debt. So when we add the alphabet A to the word bari again, what it denotes is that it is a heavy burden that cannot be repaid. So I started thinking about this meaning. What came to my mind is abhari or gratefulness is a moral debt that really cannot be repaid. Think about this. How can we even think of repaying our mothers for nursing us with her milk? We can only be utterly grateful. How can I dare think to repay my Guru's blessings on me? I can only be humbly grateful. This is how I have come to understand and distinguish the differences. You are thankful for the outcome of the event, but you are grateful for the manifestation of the event. Let me explain it with, with my own example. I am really thankful to all my clients worldwide for believing in what I do 
and trusting to take online Ayurveda consultations with me. But I am deeply grateful to my Guru Paramahansa Yogananda because of his blessings and grace, my lifestyle is my career today. It is still very surreal to me. I was this girl pretty happy in her IT career and one fine day had to take a giant leap of faith and jump with both of my hands and feet to pursue my passion in order to live my dharma in this life. So this is how I like to interpret. Being thankful is getting started on spirituality and being grateful is practicing spirituality. Bhagavad Gita and the yogic philosophy tells us, a true karma yogi, when not tied to the reward of an action, but surrenders completely and faithfully the outcome of the action to the altar of higher self, then this person is said to be naturally pulled by the grace into the gravity of gratefulness. So what are the yogic secrets to remain in this gravity of gratefulness? It is really not a secret. You can tell it, it, it is an open book secret. The one and only thing required to be grateful is to live a spiritual life. Let me be very clear here. Living a spiritual life has nothing to do with religion. This is how I define spirituality. For me, spirituality is having a performance assessment of my ego with the higher self. Taking daily time to introspect is spirituality in my world. If you force me to coin a word for religion, then my religion is introspection. Now let's switch gears uh, to see through the lens of Ayurveda. Being an Ayurveda lifestyle consultant, of all the three doshas, vata, pitta and kapha, I strongly feel that one dosha that has the best capability to express gratefulness has to be the kapha dosha. When I mean kapha dosha, I mean the balanced state of kapha dosha. Because to express gratefulness in our life, we need a strong grounding foundation that is cemented with the kapha qualities of lubrication and unctuousness, which allows the life blessings to stick to the garment of our life. This will make us aware of our surroundings and we can count them as our blessings. So the main ingredient that invokes the feeling of gratefulness is ojas. And I like to call this the cosmic divine elixir that helps us to secrete happy, feel-good hormones, the oxytocin. So kapha is the home of ojas. Now you may ask, which dosha suffers the most in expressing gratefulness? Any answer has to be either pitta or vata dosha. Some of you may have guessed it right. Yes, it is the vata dosha. Why? 
What is vata made up of? Air and ether. And what does that do? It keeps vata spacey and airy all the time. The imbalanced vata mind is always trying to land on a firm grounding. Unfortunately, the vata mind keeps flying, like a kite. Wherever the wind takes it, the kite goes. Same goes with the vata mind. So for vata personalities, they need the grounding, nourishing and heavy quality foods to start feeling secure and stable. Slowly and steadily, gratefulness will start to metamorphosize in their life. Almost 85% of my clients are vata-dominant personalities. And whenever I see that vata mind is erratic and imbalanced, irrespective of what physical or mental disorders they have, the first thing I start them on is what I call the introspection journal. We have all heard about the gratefulness journal. I strongly believe in order for us to know what we are genuinely grateful for in life, we must be willing to take the first step, which is to stand in front of the mirror of introspection, to honestly dissect our ego, to know who we truly are, what are our strengths, our weaknesses, how we react with people, how are our relationships, what needs to go, what needs to stay. This is the first step to building ojas for Vata personalities. So for this podcast, I would like to keep it short and just give you a glimpse on how I consult my Vata clients. But we do dive deep in our one-on-one consultations. This podcast episode is getting longer than I thought. So this is how I would like to conclude. Offering gratefulness is undoubtedly a lofty spiritual virtue. And expressing thankfulness, we can say, is a step in the right direction. During this blessed season of Thanksgiving, please share with me what are your thoughts on gratefulness and how you express them in your own life. I would love to hear from you, your thoughts and comments on this episode. Let me end with my Guru Parmahansa Yogananda's quote on gratitude. Gratitude is the surest way of developing the magnetism that attracts spiritual abundance into our lives. Thank you for your time and attention. Happy Thanksgiving to Shanti, Shanti, Shanti.